welcome to another episode of Storytellers Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Cornell Thomas, capital C, uh, lowercase Ornell. And I am with an amazing, and I say this all the time, but a legit, real talk, keeping it 100, an amazing human being, the wonderful Stephanie Charles. I met Stephanie Charles, uh, and I, I put the random in quotes because I believe everything happens for a reason. I met her in Starbucks while a good friend of mine was annoying the hell out of her. And we <laughs> and and I, I had a positivity summit the next day in Los Angeles. And we were just talking, me, her, and uh, Diana. And we were just talking to Diana, who was also an actress. We were talking. We just vibed. And I, the, the next day, they come to the positivity summit, and they're just... I mean, it blew me away, the fact that they met a stranger, had a conversation, and then showed up. Stephanie is an actor, a singer. I mean, she's been in, I mean, I, I just found out doing my research that she was in a show I used to watch all the time called City Guys in 1997. <laughs> oh, my but, God. You're like the second person that, <laughs> that brought that show up. And I'm like, y'all really going back. Yo, I used all to watch. Yo, I used to watch. See, uh, T.Y., we are, I used to watch City Guys. Like, I used to roll heavy with City Guys. So, Stephanie, <laughs> oh my God. Stephanie, you've been in so much stuff, and I'm so grateful for your friendship, and I'm so <laughs> glad that we got to stay in touch. And thank you for joining Storytellers Podcast. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really um, happy to be here. Thank you. <laughs> you could you could have been like, you could have been like, well, Cornell, you know, I've also been like in NCIS and Bones and the Pains. I'm not hey. ruthless now. And you want to bring up City Guys. You, you want to bring up hey. the first. <laughs> that's, that's what you connect with. I'm not mad at you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not mad at you. <laughs> well, well I, I, I remember, I, I, I always say, you know, people come into our lives for a reason, come and go for a reason, mm -hmm. for a reason. And I remember you know, being in that Starbucks the day before the Positivity Summit and talking to you and Di and having a conversation. And like, we just, and, and it's weird for me, not to stereotype LA or anything, but when you meet people that are just not about uh, what do you do and blah, 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 and just like have legit real conversations, it's yeah. so refreshing out there for me. Like people know I'm from the East Coast right away because it's like, oh, okay, you ain't from here. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I don't, I want to know who you are as a person. So when I got a chance to sit down and talk with you, it was just a, such a blessing for me. And then for you guys to come to the Positivity Summit the next day, it meant so much to me. And we just we just stayed in contact. I know, I know. And, and you know what? I just love what, you're, what you stood for. Um, we're in the same wavelength of of giving back and inspiring people. Mm. So that, that summit was exciting to even be a part of and, and just to see... Um, how you ran things out that, that was inspiring we left like okay i see you <laughs> like, i got you okay. you know that's really like i love seeing that I, I love all like people who inspire i love like the tony robbins mm -hmm. and and the oprahs the people who are do, just doing more than just you know like okay this is what i like I, i'm an actress whatever but what are you mm -hmm. giving back to the people how are you like there's different ways of giving back and sure. a lot of it is like the mental um the, the mentality is so important mm. you know your mental state of mind and and that that's you 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 give that's a lot of what you do mm. and that's that really thank you when i see that you well, know thank you i receive that 100 percent. and getting into let's get into the one they call stephanie charles like be, you know being an actor and 
just, I mean, there's so many things that you do. And like I said, I, I dove down the rabbit hole a little bit and was doing my even more Stephanie Charles research a couple of days ago. And I'm just blown away by the versatility in the things that you do, not just your, you know, how down to earth you are and humble <laughs> and like funny as hell. Like your shit on Instagram just be cracking me up. Like just, <laughs> there's, there's so many layers. So I, I wanted to know, you know, how did, how did you become this amazing powerhouse of a woman that you are today? Is there any stories from maybe in the past, like things that you can look back and said, okay, this helped shape or prepare me for the trajectory that I'm going on now or my profession that I'm in now? Gosh, that's such a um, loaded question. <laughs> um, it's pretty hard. I mean, um, you, 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 <laughs> well, I don't even know where to begin. I think I need like more of a specific question. Yeah. <laughs> so when you, so how did you know that you wanted to be, when did you know you wanted to first be an actor and how did that, like, how did that come about in on that road of being an actor? Cause you're in a profession, you're in the no business, right? Where you hear no more than you hear. Yes. Uh, in that journey of being an actor and being, you know, on some major, you know, obviously to this day, major, you know, TV shows, movies, et cetera. You know, how have you combated being in the no business and keeping that confidence and keeping that faith that your dream is going to come to fruition? Well, good question. Okay. So um, I've, I've always wanted to be a performer. I wanted to sing. I was inspired by like the, the Janet Jackson, the Michael mm. Jackson Donnas. I saw myself being on stage thinking I wanted that, I, that I was going to be like Janet Jackson. Right. <laughs> that evolves to me being, um, and then I always loved horror movies and thrillers. So my brother and I would always like, you know, um, use our like after we watch a movie we'll just like re, you know like reenact the you know, play like pretend that we're in the, that mm -hmm. movie and, and act act it out and everything mm -hmm. fast forward um i actually decided to pursue both acting and music i did music back and forth it wasn't really focused 100 percent on acting but music was like number one got a record deal that didn't go <laughs> that's a whole nother story right there mm. Um, the music industry, but um, that didn't go the way I would like it to have gone mm -hmm. and decided to come back to LA and really focus on music, on acting. Now, I skipped the most important part, meaning that I've always battled with self-doubt and confidence. Mm. Mm. Um, so the last 10, 12 years, it, I've been working really ma mainly on myself and my mind mm. because it was hard, but I knew deep down that I had a purpose and I had to just keep going. Wow. Um, yeah, but I've, <laughs> that's why I, I, I kind of, I really connect with you because you, you deal with the mentality, the, the mental state of mind, self-confidence, mm -hmm. that's really important. And my, my commitment to really like to my spirituality and self mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. important in my journey as an actress. I mean, that's to, when I hear you talk about this and I, and I know you personally, so it's different, but to the outside eye, right. Perception, you know, the perception is so much in this day in this social media world that we live in, they mm -hmm. see this, you know, beautiful human being that's acting. I mean, it's easy to say, oh, well, she has it all together. She's so confident. She's so, and just, it's, you know, like, 
And to hear you talk about your journey and say, man, for the last 10, 12 years, I've been focused on myself. I've been focused on building me up. Yeah. I think that's just such a, a powerful message, message for, for anyone. Yes, yes. I mean, of course, obviously, as I go through, you know, <laughs> all these no's and, and um, auditions and bombing them and, and you know, like, <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you just got to keep going, right? You yeah, gotta, yeah. That, if that way didn't work, I got to find another way. What's going on, you know? Yeah. The, you can't help but to, like, question yourself when you, like, you know, the results you put all the work in and, and then you're not something's not working and mm. it's just it, it does play with your um with your confidence yeah but you know it, with what with with going through that as well as like you know making sure that i work on me it, it's 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 a continuous journey <laughs> mm. yeah so grow, growing up did you you know you said you always want to be a performer you brought up my girl janet jackson miss jack miss jackson if you're nasty mm -hmm. um did you did you have that support system at home where your was your family like yo go for it like do this or were they like maybe you could be a lawyer you know like what was the what was the support system like growing up in in trying in terms of being a wanting to be a performer oh um they're pretty like for it my dad is a musician so I, he he kind of kind of supported um our dreams mm -hmm. but you know he was tough and I kind of didn't want him to know because I didn't want him to be involved because I just did he he takes he used to take the joy out of anything if that mm. makes sense and mm -hmm. and so I would kind of like not sing around him because I didn't want to deal with how he conduct things like you got to do this and you got to it's, yeah. it's, it's my way or no way and but they're for the most part they were very supportive yeah you said you have a you have a you have a brother as well is he older or younger old my brother's younger, yeah. Younger, okay. So when you and your brother are watching horror movies, because this is something I, I just have to like ask this myself because I know the answer for me. What was your favorite horror movie growing up? Like not favorite in terms of which was the one where you would keep the nightlight on? I need to know the answer to this one. I, I, it, it's funny because all of us, uh, my my brother and my, I have an older sister. I have a mm -hmm. few older, I have a couple of siblings, few siblings. Yeah. But the two that I grew up with is a younger brother and an older sister. We love mm -hmm. horror movies. Um, still to this day, I, I, my sister and I talk about that. Mm -hmm. But anyway, what was the question? I'm sorry. I just I said, that's right. I said, which, which was, the, was the horror movie back in the days which you guys would watch? Oh, that would be like, the, the light would be on. Like, you would not be able to go to sleep. Ah, shoot. We loved um, Nightmare on M Street. Mm -hmm. um, that was like one of our favorites. But you know what? I remember the Poltergeist. Oh, I think one of the Poltergeist is, uh, I can't remember if it was the second one where the, there was a clown doll that my brother really was scared of. <laughs> he was so scared of it. And my sister was like, why are you scared of this clown? He was like so scared of this. But I think it was either the Poltergeist, if I can remember, and Nightmare on M Street. Well, I'll tell you right now, and this is just coming from, you know, I've never seen uh, a scary black dude until I saw Candyman. <laughs> and my man was in the project. So, like, I was like, oh, wait a second. This is a brother that's scary. He's <laughs> in the projects. He's got a hook for a hand. Mm -hmm. And you say his name, and, like, <laughs> he just <Yeah>. appears. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Come at you. That was uh, the one for me. That was the one for me I, when I was little. I was like, no, no, no. I will not be watching this again. <laughs> it took me a long time to actually watch it. I, yeah. I couldn't watch it. And when I did, I made sure I watched like during a day. Yeah. And my sister was here, my brother. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. I had a horrible... I had a horrible situation because it was during the day and my brother, I got a bunch of, like I'm, me and you talked about our families. Like I have a bunch of brothers, sisters that didn't live with us, live with us, et cetera. And my older brother was there and even my mom was home and me and my brother were watching it downstairs, like three in the afternoon, four in the afternoon. They went upstairs and I'm the youngest boy and everybody just dipped on me. Oh no. Like dip, like they just, I didn't even know they're going and they might've called my name. They might not have. I was in sixth grade. And, and Candyman was playing. And Steph, I could not leave my chair. I like, I was so afraid. I just sat in my chair, holding the chair and watched the whole entire thing. And then ran to my room and locked the door. <laughs> oh, that's so, how are they gonna do you like that? Just leave you. Bounce, you, you know black families, you know black families. On you, they're just like, let me see if you can uh, handle it. Yeah, yeah. Black black families like, okay, bye. Like my mom was like, I'm gonna call you twice. Is that you don't even get three times? Like I'm gonna call you twice. After the second time, it's like, mom, I didn't even hear you. She's like, well, we were gone for four days. You know, like <laughs> that's just how it be. So I have a, you know, when you go on auditions, like I said, you're, you know, you're in the no business where you're mm. gonna hear no more than you hear yes. Do you have a, a an audition story where it made you question, should I be doing this? And how did you reframe that mindset to continue to, to pursue, you know, acting? I had a few. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, actually. <laughs> I had about a couple. I mean, yeah. I had a couple. Audition is not my favorite thing. I'm, I'm actually getting better at it right now. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to accept it and know, and, and it's just part of the work. But for a while, I just could not stand audition. Like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. you know. But um, though I can't, I'm not gonna say the name of the show. But sure. I auditioned for it, and I left thinking, like, what the? F can I <laughs> yeah, you can curse. You can go. Just go. Just I go. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You t you talk. It's just me and you having a conversation, girl. We okay, good. cool, cool. I was like, what the hell just happened? Like, what am I doing with my life? Um, that that. It was so bad. Like I had to leave thinking like, why am I, you know, yeah. I question my ability. I question like, am I supposed to do this? But you know what? I had to just like, I remember a friend of mine, she told me, she told a, a mutual friend, she was like, listen, that's part of the game. You give yourself a day, a couple of hours and that's it. And then after that, you got to keep, you got to keep on going, you know, mm. move forward. And I always remember that. So Again, there's always something deep down in, 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 in me that's like, this is, I just got to keep going. Yeah. And it's going to get better. I just feel it. So you just can't give up. If that's yeah. what you want to do, you find some, you just it'll work out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that segue, you segue like right into my next question, which was, you know, could you, and you, your friends, you know, in basketball, we used to call it the 24 hour rule, right? Mm -hmm. Once you lose a game by this, by next, tomorrow, you got to be over it because now you have to practice and work on what you didn't do to get prepared. So what are, you know, like as you were growing up, what are some like life nuggets that you may have gotten from someone, a friend, a parent, et cetera, that you still carry with you today? Mm, life nuggets. 
Um, I would say as a kid, not much, but getting older in my 20s, 30s, just watching a lot of spirit, um, inspirational videos and people who I admire. And they're like, failure is just, you know, like, for instance, Oprah, she'll say failure is not the end of all. It's just showing you a direction of, okay, so that's not what you need to do. It mm. just shows you where, <laughs> so many, hold on, yeah. I can phrase it. Um, I like the way you just phrased it. I just wrote it down. Like the way you just said it, I wrote it down. Like failure is not the end of all. I love that. The end of all is just, it's just showing you, um, okay, well, that's just not the right, you know, that's not, it's some, you need to figure out something else to mm -hmm. that same end goal, if that makes sense. No, no, it does. Um, yeah. I wrote, I wrote that. I just wrote it down. Failure is not the, like I've, you said it earlier, you know, just because there's a door that's closed doesn't mean that it's the end of what you're pursuing. And, yeah. you know, we've had, you know, conversations about, you know, auditioning and, and shows. And whenever I see a new thing that you're doing or a new show that you're on, I'm never surprised oh. ever because it, your heart is, your heart is just such in the right place. And you're such a, just a cool ass human being. Thank and I do truly believe that good things happen to people that carry themselves the way, you know, you do and show up, you know, in life the way you do. And just having the self-awareness to say, okay, wait, look, I need to spend time on me. And it's, and you said something again, that for me is so profound. It's an everyday process. People think that you take this magic pill and then you never lose confidence or you never doubt, <laughs> you know, like it's, you're going to doubt a lot and you're going to, you know, there's gonna be times where your confidence gets shaken, but you just keep moving That's forward. True. You gotta keep moving forward. Um, there's another quote too that a, a friend of mine I saw. She said that just because you don't feel like you're ready, do it anyways. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you you feel like you may not be ready, but mm -hmm. you can't not. You don't want to let the opportunity go because yeah. that just your fear that's kicking in like am i ready i'm not ready but then you gotta you gotta kind of trick yourself and saying no i am ready i mm. am ready i got this i'm ready <laughs> you gotta yeah. pump yourself up you gotta be like that self-motivator yeah that is super super important well you, day, you gotta motivate yourself because sometimes you just may not feel it <laughs> yeah <laughs> you gotta <laughs> be your big cheerleader <laughs> yeah for sure facts like you have to be your biggest cheerleader and you, have to, you know you have to you have to understand that there is no perfect time, nope. right? And, and like dealing with the, you know, nonsense we're dealing with now with this Rona stuff, it's like, I mean, that's 50 days. I mean, in 50 days, the world changes, mm. right? In 50 days, 50 days is all it takes for the whole entire world to change. And it happened way sooner than that. It's just we're in day 52 or whatever it is. Yeah. So it's like nothing, I mean, how, how long do you want to put something off thinking that you have time to pursue it? And next thing you know, you don't have that time. No. You know, so another question I have, you you know, wrapping this up, I wanted to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. If we go into it's 2,220, right? We're 200 years ahead mm -hmm. and your great, 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 great grandkids are going through pictures of you. What would you want people to say about Stephanie Charles? That she was such a giving caring human being that she always inspired someone to be their best person and always want to grow and be their better version of themselves 
and her legacy is to be to empower and believe that they can do what if they set their minds and they work hard they can do whatever they want mm. in their life mm. and my last question because i gotta you know i gotta hit you with one more if there's a project right a project that you could do like let's just say we are in you know narnia dream world whatever project you want stephanie you snap your fingers it happens what's the, what's that project what are you doing god there's like probably two but i think the number one would be to work with james wan in one of his like annabelle series or mm, okay <laughs> okay Conjuring or something <laughs> and i'm like one of the leads <laughs> That would be awesome. Oh, that's so dope. <laughs> so when that happens, we're going to come back to episode five of the Storytellers <laughs> podcast and be like, yo, Steph, remember when you said, and now look at you. Look at you, girl. You made it. But then I'm going to have to talk to like 19 assistants to get you. No, 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 I'm no. Gonna, 19 assistants. You're like, come on, let him through. That's the homie. <laughs> I'll be like, yo, Steph, I talked to Pete, Mary, Lisa, Malik, Tyrone, Jason. I said, when are, am I going to get to you like when hey that's you buddy <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be like with all these assistants you know we're gonna be, we'll be at the top let's I will, go i'm gonna be like de la soul me myself and i it's gonna be just if you want to hit me up just hit me up people are always like well, Cornell, who's your assistant i'm like well do you want me to leave the room and come back like you'll <laughs> you'll meet my assistant real quick well stephanie i i'm like just so again more than anything you're like you're a friend of mine so i'm just honored that you're in my life as a friend and i'm just so appreciative that you would take time out i know you're you know you're busy you know busy running around doing a whole bunch of things i'm so appreciative the time that you've given me today that you cannot give back could you please let our listeners know how they can find besides just google because you you the truth but how how they can find stephanie charles um, you can find me on Instagram at official Stephanie Charles, Twitter, uh, Steph Charles three and Facebook, Stephanie Charles. And, uh, and on my website, stephaniecharles.net. Yes. And what, what show are you currently on right now, please? I am on the Tyler Perry Ruthless show, Tyler Perry show called the Ruthless. Tyler Perry's Ruthless. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't know if you guys heard that right. She's on Tyler Perry's uh, <laughs> show. Not, I mean, not Pete Perry's, Tyler's like distant cousin. No, she's on Tyler Perry's show, right? So yes, yes, please yes. check her out. Stephanie, thank you so much. This has been another episode of Storytellers Podcast. Please pass it along. Thank you.